Welcome to Koala Base. Well, thank you, Major Stone. I'm not quite sure why we're here, but... The recruits are looking forward to your lectures. Ah, yes, my, uh, my lectures. Yes, well, I'm, uh, I'm sure they'll be, uh, quite interesting. Probably. And what exactly do you mean by that? Oh, just that, uh, 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 my friend Marina here will be giving most of those, actually. Oh, don't look so worried, Marina. There's nothing to it, really. It's all done in PowerPoint these days, anyway. Shall we get over to the lecture room? Absolutely, but before we can give a lecture, we need to have something to lecture about. I hate to say this, but I feel I must agree with you. Good. So, if you'd like to press the button on the randomizer here, that's it. Nothing to worry about. And let's see what we land on today. I'm sure you'd like Captain Scarlet. Well, we have had both versions of him quite recently. Still, I wouldn't say no. Out of the question. Indeed. Yes, the printout has given us... Well, it was close, but it's not quite there. And also, it's another clip show episode. I'll order a complete investigation, of course. But it looks like sabotage. Oh, I don't know. As, as clip shows go, it's not the worst. Tell me. Okay, well, here's the birthday. Joe Knighty. Well, he could be our man. Oh, well, he's always been mine. So, welcome back to good old Joe 90 on the randomizer, and in the words of good old Mr. Bumbledrop... Aha! Uh, this is... this is the, um... Well, this is the Joe 90 clip show episode. Every uh, every Anderson show had a clip show episode, well at least through the Super Mario Nation era more or less, and this is Joe 90s. Yep, Joe's uh, got out of bed. Looks like an important day. He's marked it on his calendar, but unfortunately his dad has just left early. Hello Joe, you're up bright and early. Luckily Mrs Harris is here. Where's dad gone? He had to go up to town. Said he'd be back late. Oh dear. Are there any letters or anything for me today? Letters? For you? Now go and get dressed, Joe, and I'll get your breakfast. Oh, no. Everyone's forgotten. Isn't it? I've just remembered. It's your birthday, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. And I haven't even got a card. Oh. I forgot all about it. Very dangerous. Right. Looks like everyone forgot. <laughs> yeah, very dangerous to tell a little boy who regularly uses, like, um, high-tech tanks and rocket launchers and rifles and such that uh, you forgot his birthday. But, um, I, I mean, that that right there is probably the one moment where this show actually becomes what I think a lot of people miss... I was going to say mis-expect it to be, but that's not right. Um, where it's like, that that's a very kid show trope. Oh, they all forgot his birthday. What a shame. Um, this being a clip show episode, I am unlikely to be talking over the um, the clips themselves all that much, particularly as in this episode, all three come from episodes we haven't yet seen on the randomizer. So I shall only make comments on those sections if uh, if something comes up that, well, is, is relevant to this episode specifically, rather than that old episode as, uh, as it uh, will be when we eventually get around to see it. For the meantime, let's uh, marvel at the wonderful Joe 90 opening title sequence and gorgeous Barry Greymane theme again, because uh, I don't think I'm going to find a whole lot to say about this. I mean, it's a clip show, you know, and um, with the sort of, you know, once you put the clips aside, it's only really the enjoyment you can get out of it is limited to how much you're enjoying the framing device or the selection of, uh, of old clips that they pull up. 
And this episode, I think, does a fair job of both, actually. Um, the choice of episodes are are pretty good. You know, if I was going to choose uh, exciting moments from from the show, three episodes of clips, I would probably go for for the three they've chosen here. It's uh, Sunday the seventh, according to Joe's calendar. All right, Dad. We don't know what month that is. Um, it's now quarter. It's quarter to five. So Joe really has been left on his own for most of the day. No friends. Come in, Joe. Here they are, though. Surprise, surprise! Dad! Uncle Sam! Mr. Weston! You didn't forget! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Joe! Joe. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> ah, so Joe's dad drove seemingly eight hours up to London. Joe, you've reached double figures. It never normally takes that long. Ten years old. This past twelve months has gone so fast and... I love their party hats. And a lot has happened. You can say that again, Chief. This past 12 months has gone so fast oh, and... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chief. Uh, we, we get it. it. Although, don't you normally get paper hats from uh, from crackers? Y-N owe you an enormous debt of gratitude. You certainly have been our most special agent. And all the other 89 are just crying into their beer every single night that they don't measure up to you. They all went off for training, you know, years of intensive work to become good agents, and, uh, and you beat them all. Anyway, we're now in the most special agent section of the uh, the flashbacks. Joe's first assignment, file number ninety, which is a slightly odd clip, only ever so slightly odd clip to to pull up. Two four two. This was Shane Weston's pitch to uh, to get Joe to join the organization. You have nothing equal to it in the West. With a scenario that doesn't actually play out for real, this is just a story that he is telling. So basically, and this is something I, I find quite fun with um, clip shows is question. You know, you're seeing the clips, but you have to remember that these are people in the real world of these particular shows recounting these stories. So now, um, Mac has basically just said, Hey, Shane, remember that time you told us a story that didn't actually happen? How we would do it. That was really good. I also love that, um, well, firstly, Joe's been left on his own for eight solid hours. I don't know what Mac was doing for the rest of the time. It never normally takes that long to get to London, but. Clearly, none of his school friends have got in touch or wanted to hang out with him or do anything on his 10th birthday. Instead, it's uh, he's waiting for his, his government handlers to come and, and share his birthday with him. It just sort of reinforces this horrible notion with this show that um, First time WIN have essentially have bought Joe. They own him lock, stock and barrel. The details of the poor old Joe or two are a closely guarded secret. And since you are all experts on aviation, with one notable exception. Uh... Where is he? Professor McLean, where is your boy? And going back to my own first experience of this episode, this I I clearly remember this was the very first episode of Joe 90 I ever recorded in full. And um I it's you know it's a different era um that period of the early 90s where you you couldn't necessarily you know many people didn't have the money to go out and buy the official video releases they were reliant on recording odd episodes off tv when they happened to be on loud and clear so it gets me thinking about the the appeal of clip show episodes back in the 60s to kids who 
They're about 200 miles behind. You know, they were operating under the assumption that they would never see any of these shows again. Oh, here's a chance to, to relive some of the best moments. This is very welcome. And it's kind of similar for, for my generation in the early 90s. We couldn't... I certainly didn't have the money to afford everything. Um, far from it, in fact. So making do with an odd episode here or there it almost didn't matter what you recorded so long as you recorded something you had an episode to watch and um when i managed to get the birthday and realized that it was a selection of clips i think actually despite our sort of weariness of clip show episodes these days i was kind of um kind of grateful to have like a best bits compilation from these three episodes. They can't really stop me now, Sam. They may try ground to air missiles. But yes, back in the VHS era, particularly you would go into shops and you'd see a whole VHS collection of your favourite show, and it's like two or four episodes per tape, and you've got enough money to buy one. The agony of that choice, of looking at that wall of whether it was Anderson tapes or Star Trek tapes or Doctor Who tapes or whatever, what are you going to select and and keep forever? And these days you can put the same amount of money down for the complete series of Joe 90 on, on DVD and have everything. Whereas, you know, that's what, fourteen ninety nine to get Joe 90 on, on DVD complete these days? Whereas back in the day, it was ten ninety nine up to twelve ninety nine for a, a VHS containing four episodes. I'm not going to lie, I did re-watch this episode from my TV recording, and later from an ex-rental copy from the library, uh, the tape had Mission X-41. Although it was only a story, you made it sound so real. Test flight and see you down there, and this one. I had my doubts about letting Joe work for World Intelligence. Anyway. You certainly did, Mac. I was still trying to convince you right up to Joe's first real assignment. What was that, Uncle Sam? Oh, don't tell me you've forgotten, Joe. Have another piece of cake and I'll... I like that as well as we move into clips from uh, Hijacked. For one thing, Joe doesn't remember what his what actually counted as the first real assignment. Now, you might think that's just because... To me, Sam. I don't know, maybe the big rat has melted his brain by this point. He doesn't know what day it is. But um, also this Hijacked episode here. This was the second episode made, but it was not the second episode shown. And I've always wondered if that little mention of first real assignment was a subtle nod to um, the, the differences between production order and broadcast order on these shows. In broadcast order, the second episode was Most Special Astronaut, which is the first one I saw. And I kind of find it amusing that um, you know, Most Special Astronaut, obviously by the title, you can assume Joe goes into space. But um, if you stick with, uh, with broadcast order here, Sam's comment of this this hijacked was your first real assignment. You know, that time you went into space. Ah, oh, that was the piffling load of nonsense. That doesn't really count. Well, you just first nine-year-old boy in space. That's nothing. Do that all the time. Intruder in Area 4. Intruder in Area 4. So as well as it being a, a, an Anderson trope, the clip show episode, also birthdays are, are something that, that crop up fairly regularly. Um... It's not something you actually register, but I would say at least half the shows have a, a birthday moment in them. Um, let's see if I can get them all. We have this, obviously. Um, we have... Joe should have reported it. It was going to be Alan's birthday 
in Attack of the Alligators, I think tomorrow was going to be his birthday, Tintin brought him the alligator that he didn't want. This is the intruder. Terrorhawks, we have Zero's made day, and uh, Tiger's birthday in... Uh, oh, what's that thing with the, the wig in the desert firing at stuff? What a name! The Midas Touch. And uh, Hero's birthday in um, number one seed. <laughs> we have... Interesting. What else is there? Gregson. Yes. Harry Rule's birthday, I think, in an episode of The Protectors called The Chase. Come with me. Uh, oh, Mike Mercury in uh, Supercar Day Time Stood Still. Can I have my case? Tex Tucker? Did he have... Was there an episode of Four Feather Falls Happy Birthday? I want to say there's an episode of Torchy called Torchy's Birthday. That may have been a nightmare I had. Um, does that cover everything? I don't know if there's anything in Lavender Castle. I can't think of anything in uh, any other shows. You won't need them. There's quite a few birthdays there to uh, to have. And uh, I believe several of those did also play the Oh, everyone's forgotten about my birthday, but not really card. In the boots for car. Listen, Joe, do you have your glasses? So it's a birthday episode and a clip show episode. It's it's two Anderson tropes in one, aren't we lucky? I've got a message from Coletti. Dispose of the boy. It'll be a pleasure. But the uh, selection of these clips is, is far superior to... Um, what was the last clip show we covered? I think it might have been The Inquisition from Captain Scarlet, where there it was very often Captain Blue started telling a story and either he got bored and just didn't finish it or he would he needed a flashback within the flashback to make sense of what was going on. But um, these three clips from, from Joe here are, are very well used in this episode. For shipment early next week. Now we have Joe sneaking up on uh, Mark 17 automatic, right? Oh, naughty old gun runner Mario Coletti. 50 Brenner submachine gun. And again, I just keep thinking of of um, Joe, Sam, Mac, and Shane in the real world sat around this birthday party table, saying, "Hey, Joe, remember that time you uh, you went up against that ruthless gun runner and almost got your head blown off? That was fun. More cherry aid. I'm leaving for Geneva." Tonight. Especially this this very nasty shot of um, Joe getting his hand karate chopped by Coletti as he reaches for his glasses, and you see the blood as that desk lamp smashes down on his fingers. We can't just sit here, Sam. Something's obviously wrong. Oh, you're right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and that's another fun part of the uh, imagining what's going on around the table. And then Mac and I, well, we were just sat there fretting for quite a lot of this, Joe. All right, Coletti. I'm coming to get you. But, uh... Here we're building up to, um... One left, Coletti. It's just you... Well, this is a recap of one of the darkest moments of the series. Joe's absolute murder of Mario Coletti here. Although I kind of get that it's, um... Come on! You know, he kind of did what he had to do in order to survive. But uh, in the context of a child's birthday party, recounting the events that we're about to see... There must be a hidden entrance someplace. ...is pretty darn grim. Come on out! Here we go. Joe's going for the grenade. Over here, Coletti. Throws it. Say, Joe, remember that time you murdered a gun runner with a hand grenade? I would have stuffed it down his trousers if I could have got closer, Uncle Sam. Aha, that's my boy. More cake. 
That assignment really showed what an asset you could be to W.I.N., Joe. Yes, it was exciting, all right, Uncle Sam. I murdered an awful lot of people. Which assignment sticks in your memory? Come on, Professor. Well, I don't really know. There's been so many. Oh, come on, Dad. Well, Joe has flown jet planes at hypersonic speeds, but the one that I remember involved him in a much slower method of transport. In fact, trying to hurry could have led to disaster. And here we are in uh, recap. Our final, third and final recap for this episode is of Colonel McLean, which is another favourite episode of mine. Again, we haven't gotten to that one yet, so I'm not going to talk about uh, this episode in too much detail. Keep up your speed, Johnson. You're falling behind. Keep up your speed, Johnson. You'll kill us all. I also like that um, it. this actually does feel, oddly enough, like a final episode, despite it being a clip show. I don't know, just the just the fact that Joe is now a year older, it, it feels oddly enough like the story, the series has developed just a little bit, just by the passing of that number 9 up to 10. I don't know what it is, but um, there, are, there are Anderson shows where I feel you need a definite final ending, particularly Scarlet, particularly UFO, particularly 1999. But this, you know, Joe 90 and, and Thunderbirds as well, to a certain extent, don't really need an ending that wraps up the story. Because there isn't really a story as such to, to wrap up or conclude. You all right, Johnson? Yes, but... Oh, that's it. I've had enough. This is as far as I go. He's got a point, sir. That road's completely blocked. We'll never clear it. We'll try another way, Sergeant, as soon as it's light. All right, Johnson, attach the second cable. The Sergeant's next. Right. So now we're doing the, uh, the long haul up the side of the cliff with the trucks, the explosives trucks tied to a tree. Cable, Johnson. It's ready. And, uh, yeah, driving up the side of the mountain. I've always enjoyed this sequence. Again, we will get to more detail on this sequence whenever we actually land on the episode Colonel McLean itself. But until then, we're about to come up, as the, the sergeant heads on up the cliff in his explosives truck, we're about to come on yet another moment that um, really makes no sense when recapped at a child's birthday party. The tree, look! Get out of there, Sergeant! Sarge, jump! Get clear! The cable's going! Sarge! Sarge! Because not only is, I find, this one of the most um, emotionally affecting moments of the whole series. random accidental death of a guest character just through sheer bad luck and then that shot of Joe and and Johnson standing on the cliff there's nothing we can do here but Mac has just recounted that event within the context of a child's birthday party it's like hey remember when that uh, that good innocent man who was pretty likable remember when he died completely accidentally and was blown to bits oh fun more trifle? Fixed. The pressure drop at an altitude over 5,000 feet will detonate them in minutes. I understand, Sam. Out. We've got to get 
get this truck down below 5,000 feet. Hold on. And what I like about this episode as well is that uh, the recaps, obviously they cut a lot of material. I, I imagine these are like five or six minutes each. But you don't really feel that. Um, again, you didn't feel it with Thunderbirds, I guess so much, I guess because they had so much more time to, uh, to incorporate more clips. But in some episodes, particularly where the episodes are not well selected, like with Stingray and like with Scarlet, you really feel the um the gaps the, the 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 scissors have been extensively taken to certain episodes but here this all works fine we have as much recap as we really need to follow the events of this episode perfectly um i mean just there i waffled over the uh the reveal of the saboteur at the the base who sabotaged these trucks you know, in this recap, we don't see him. We don't even need to see him, really. Vibrational detonated. The pressure will, if we don't get down. We can just be told that's what he did. This is the threat. And uh, here we are. Joe has plunged off the cliff. Just in time before the canisters explode. We're safe now. Joe, fill up your glass. With what? I'd like to propose a What are they drinking? To the World Intelligence Network. It is interesting to see what they've got on the table. They've got one pineapple and an absolute brick of a cake. I give you WIN's most special agent, Joe Knighty. Joe, Joe Knighty. Knighty. Happy birthday. While the heads of the World Intelligence Network are wasting their time with this, you know, various countries have been invaded and overthrown. Happy birthday, Joe Knighty. But it's worth it for this ending. And the voice actors throwing themselves into the singing as well. Do you think any of the other WIN agents get birthday parties thrown for them like this? Oh well, who knows? Because that was in um well most orders, that's the final episode of Joe 90, the birthday, and I think by this point, you know, you just come to expect that the series is gonna end with a clip show, and it's um you know, Stingray did, first series of Thunderbirds did, Scarlet did, so this is no surprise, but um, I am always quite pleasantly surprised that this one is as enjoyable as it is, and I don't think that's just my overriding love for Joe 90 talking there, because, you know, I have the same love for for Scarlet and, and Stingray, but I, I, I'm aware that their clip shows aren't up to the standard of this one, and, and also Thunderbirds. It's a bit, you know, kid showy. Oh, they forgot my birthday. And also raises some more questions uh, about Joe. Joe's lack of friends and the seeming ownership of him by uh, by WIN. But aside from that, some really well-selected clips. I think if you were going to, you know, you're going to end the series with a clip show. It was just standard at this point. I think this is probably the best you could get from Joe 90 as a clip show. I've always really enjoyed this one. Have done since I saw it around... It was New Year's sometime in uh, 1997, I believe, on the BBC. Bye-bye, Joe.